What's up, nerds? We're your hosts. I am Chad. And I am Jake. This is our weekly podcast where we explore the world of nerd from TV, movies, games, comics, news, and books. We will give you our opinions, theories, and oftentimes spoilers. We will also have friends and experts as guests on the show to elaborate further on those topics. But be prepared. We like to have a few drinks, so buckle up. If you want to support our show, like, share, and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You can also become a premium subscriber over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. So let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Welcome, nerds, to the All Things Nerd Podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Chad, I hope you had a good week this week, Uh, but let's jump into our first topic. But first, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about. Monarch Legacy of Monsters now streaming on Apple TV. Uh, right now, there is only three episodes out. By the time this episode of our show comes out, there will be four episodes out. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. It's. What do you think about it? Um. That's the question, isn't it? Um. <clears throat> no. Uh. In all seriousness, I, I'm liking the show, but it's not spectacular by yeah. any means. Um, so far, anyway. Yeah, so far. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of cool moments, you know, different Titan monsters that we've mm-hmm. gotten a chance to see, which is cool. And uh, we've got to see the lizard god a couple times Yeah, in the, in Go- the three episodes yeah, that are Gojira. out. Yeah, we've seen him a couple of times. Uh, what gojira no godzilla godzilla it explain go ahead put your glasses up let's go Mm. no it's a reference to the old uh not as old as the original godzilla films but the one with like matthew broderick oh um And there's, like, an old man in a hospital bed, like, talking about... Because he witnessed Godzilla, and he kept saying, Gojira, Gojira. And whoever the actress is, like, they... On the news, they're like, yeah, this new monster, Godzilla. And she's like, he said Gojira, you assholes. (laughs) I think that might have just been, like, a slightly racist, like... That, accent thing that happened in the movie yeah yeah where he was saying godzilla but yeah yeah oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. i thought you were about to drop some knowledge i was like am i saying it wrong is this like a anyways i like the show it just hasn't like really wowed me so far yeah it's been it's been entertaining i'm enjoying it i'm just not like I think, what did I say to you? I'm just not, like, amped up for the next episode. Yeah. Like, nothing about it so far has been, like, I can't wait till next week to watch the next episode of Monarch. Yeah. I'm just watching it right now for the podcast because I love the movies. The movies are a lot of fun. 
Yeah. The show? Meh. Yeah. Meh. So far. Hopefully there will be more. Godzilla's been really cool, but he's been very... Uh, just not present. Like, when he is there, it's like a one-minute clip of the entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. M- most of the time that you see him, it's like flashbacks from we'll, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was say, we saw him one time in the first episode uh, where they're all, like, running, and they're like, what? And he's like, it's Godzilla. And then, like, he's kind of there. But then you don't see him at all in the second episode, and then you see him in the third episode very briefly. Yeah. As he's... Which is kind of cool that it's a cool tie back to the uh, movies because it's the footage that they have of Godzilla um, from, like, you know, like, the old, like, camera reel that they show of, like, mm-hmm. other Titans. I think it was Kong Skull mm-hmm. Island with uh, Hiddleston. And it was, like, mm-hmm. the end credit scene. They, like, show Godzilla swimming through the water or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's the clip that they show in this episode third and, the third episode. and also like which they've tied into the the newer Godzilla films that that's why the u.s was testing uh mm. nuclear weapons like after world war ii out in the pacific yeah. um it was like as a way to to lure him strong <laughs> um and then also you know like a different perspective from what they are calling G-Day when he attacks San Francisco um, in the first Godzilla remake with Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen. Brother and sister married. Mm, As it should be. What? Wait, what? (laughs) Nothing. The funny thing is, is that, so if if you don't get this reference, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen play uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in Marvel, um, but in the g- first Godzilla movie that we're talking about in this like franchise, uh, they're husband and wife. But it's funny because in the comics, Quicksilver and Wanda have an incestual relationship. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Chad's not actually. No, I don't. That I don't I, actually I believe in the Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> uh. But what? Uh, back to the the show because I don't know how to <laughs> how we move on from that. Um, there are two storylines happening uh, simultaneously, but there are two different timelines as well. You know, one is back in the 1950s. One is, at least when this show is taking place, the 2010s. It's like 2013, something like that, 2015, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. They do a pretty good job of it, but the, the flashback timeline from like the fifties, the first episode takes place in like 1959 and then the second episode is 1952. So yeah. it's like, yeah. not only are you running a flashback uh, timeline, around, yeah. but you're also Tarantinoing that timeline. <laughs> like, dude, stop. What's what's kind of cool about it is um, Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt Russell play the same character 
in those timelines, which is really cool. So like the younger version mm-hmm. of that character is back in like the 1950s, and then obviously modern day time would be Kurt Russell. But and I think that's really cool. Um, you know, I think Ice Cube started it with uh, uh, <laughs> straight out of straight out of Compton, but uh, not really. I mean, it's been a long time since I've and I've only seen the movie once. Is I th- Ice Cube actually what? in it? No, oh. I I was just saying that uh, famous people having kids that look exactly like them so that they can like play their younger port- selves. Port- yeah, portray <laughs> yeah. them in movies. Because now there's rumors that we were going to talk about it later, but since we're on the topic, Dennis Quaid and Jack Quaid may be working on something where they would play an older and younger version of each other. So, but anyways, yes, back to the show. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool that Wyatt and Kurt play the same character. Um, yeah. They they look so alike. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean the sh- the show is fun. I mean it's interesting because it's more like it's not so heavily focused on the monsters. Mm. More just like the conspiracy of Monarch, which is. I was gonna say yeah, it's more about like Monarch like becoming the like main villain of those movies basically yeah yeah which is pretty cool yeah it's enjoyable i would i would suggest the the show if you like the the other films i would i would sell this show it's worth watching has it been like mind-blowingly exciting i would say not yet yeah but we're only a few episodes in and maybe something really cool is going to happen. So, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything else to say? Cause we kind of like flew nope. through that, but we have a, a handful of topics to get to after we talk yeah. about our first sponsor, which is raise energy drinks. Uh, we've talked about them for years. They're great energy drink, uh, zero calories, zero sugar and zero crash. If you're not a huge fan of energy drinks, they have a lot else to offer from pre-workout to protein pack desserts, supplements, everything like that. Listen up. You'll learn how to save 15%. We'll be right back with you to talk about some nerd news. What's up, nerds? I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Raise Energy, an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Raise Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Raise Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description for, to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. 
Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you. Okay, everyone. Now, there's a little bit of nerd news to get into. Uh, This first one is a mix of just people on the internet writing articles to try and get a rise out of fans, and then the studio saying the opposite. But I think it it might be an interesting thing to, to bring up is that there's rumors, which I guess have been debunked. Um, Maybe. To, to now, unless they're just trying to keep it under wraps until it's official. Um, that the Silver Surfer in the upcoming Fantastic Four MCU film is uh, going to be gender-swapped instead of being uh, a male, being a female character. With rumors that Anya Taylor-Joy is being eyed to play the character. What are your What are your thoughts on this, Jake? Not... Okay, so I, don't, I, I gotta word myself right here so I don't be offensive. I think it's dumb. Um... But <laughs> I need to try not to be offensive. Dumb. I'm just it's kidding. dumb. But I thought you and I talked off camera a little bit about it, and I thought that if they wanted to, re- if they wanted to do that, I think that just totally gender swapping is a bad idea. But if you wanted to do like a something like a non non binary or like that species is yeah something like gender neutral. Because, like, in the comics, Silver Surfer doesn't wear clothes. Totally naked. He's, in the comics, I can call him a he, because he is a he, I guess. But he has no genitalia. Um, So if you wanted to, like, do something like that and, like, go for it. Cool. I'm on board with that. But, like, making the character a character that has been a male character for a very long time. Uh, or forever since its creation, um, mm-hmm. and then just being like, "Well, it's a girl now." I don't like that. Uh, so I don't like again. I'm I don't I'm really not good at this. I'm not as good as you are about this. Well, um, I mean, you you mentioned that we talked about this off camera. Um, it's not the the gender swapping that we have an issue with because yeah, in some instances it creates for a really cool story opportunity Mm -hmm. in other instances it just doesn't affect the character in any way i just feel like something like this to do a a full gender swap just doesn't feel authentic and like you're doing respect to the character Mm -hmm. i I didn't even think about the like the gender neutral or doing like a non-binary sort of thing like you had brought up, um, yeah. which I think could create a cool narrative or at mm-hmm. least an interesting uh, character arc and storyline. I just think just this is one of those instances where like gender swapping for the sake of gender swapping like yeah. hurts the character. I've got no problem, like, I mean, you and I have both been sailing, you know, bring back Daphne Keene to to be Wolverine. Like, that's 
awesome. We've seen a female version of Wolverine in the past, you know, with the Silver Surfer, like, like maybe, maybe don't in this instance, but like, I'm open to, but it's also tough because you and I have been huge advocates for like, um, like making the little mermaid, you know, black. And we're like, yeah, this is like, this is great. If anybody has a problem with this, you're a dick. And now we're like, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in that instance, like that doesn't affect the, the character, you know, like in the, the history of the silver surfer, like their, their motivation is because their, their family was killed. Uh, Mm. His wife and kids were killed. That's why he's out for vengeance. Actually, he works as a slave for the person who killed uh, his family because he doesn't want it to happen to other people. But, yeah. 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 So, I think... But along those lines, like, there's there's a a time and a place. Like, some characters, by doing that, isn't going to affect the the character nearly as yeah. much it's tough it's a tough it's a tough topic to talk about because because well, we're, we're, we're huge allies i was in like we're super supportive but it's like when i was a kid i loved silver surfer and yeah. like they just they just made him such a lame character in the first fantastic four movie and if they like just go so far off base in the next one, like the reboot. It's like, oh, come on. I just want to get a comic accurate. It's like balancing like (laughs) the history of the fandom, but also appreciating like opportunities for more diverse inclusivity. Yeah. But there's like, here's the thing that I'll say about Marvel, which is really cool. Uh, If you, you and I both watch that uh, Stanley, a documentary and mm-hmm. any of you can go watch it it's on what was that on had I to have been disney, think plus. disney plus yeah had to have been if not it's but on netflix there are so many female characters male characters uh gay characters there there's like so much source material that you don't have to change shit to like make it fit like what today is like I don't want to say standards. Uh, today's uh, world looks like. Yeah, yeah. Like there are plenty of opportunities for female heroes, female villains, uh, gay heroes, gay villains. Like there, I've, if you have read any of since the, like the sixties and seventies, one of the one of the very first Green Lanterns was gay. You know the what I mean? First like first Green Lantern you don't, was gay. So you don't like you don't have to gender swap main characters to like bring in uh inc- to have that inclusivity. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Inclusive inclusivity. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Like you can just make the characters that are already there that are that have that and make them main characters. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I how know. we got the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, they were yeah. like a D-class comic book group. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best-selling films, 
one of the most popular uh, superhero team-ups like to date now because of the films. To date right now, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie is still my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And also with like What If Season 2 coming out, you know, they're... Because they wanted to see a certain character instead of just like completely changing a superhero, they created one. It's mm-hmm. still Marvel Comics or Marvel Studios, whatever. M- MCU, just Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, yeah, but like you can, they're creating new characters that we can see more of mm-hmm. to fit a narrative, which is really cool. I mean, I mean, look at Namor or Namor, you know, like changing little things about his backstory, but not changing the character worked really well. It made a lot of sense. Yeah. Until he sexually assaulted somebody. And then now he's, we're not, (laughs) that was, that was not my best example. I I could have came up with. I apologize, (laughs) but like that, still is an example of like changing the the character's like backstory to fit having you know a more diverse cast which was cool okay will i move on will i be mad if they make a, a female silver surfer no no but if they do it well that's the thing that's what you and i have been saying this for years now yeah like if you do a a lead female character well who gives a shit if it's a good movie it's a good movie um but it just doesn't seem to make sense to me to gender swap that um but whatever um we're gonna move on because we have a lot of yeah nerd news to get through uh the other one is and we don't know much about it right now uh, but the Captain America 4 movie, uh, I don't know if it's like the script or whatever, has been released to Marvel, and Marvel is not happy with it. They're like, this is garbage. And that totally sucks, because that means rewrites and reshoots and a, probably a delay, you know, like, so. Yeah. I mean, they were already doing reshoots, and it sounds like it's still yeah. not lining up with what they yeah. want they're they're struggling right now because even with the blade movie they fired everybody and started from scratch yeah like they they like wrote it out like started putting it together and then they read it and were like this is trash and then fired everyone that was working on it hired new people and are now just like right now starting to rewrite like and it's like fuck (laughs) it's probably because they weren't paying people what they were worth for a long time so hopefully (laughs) with the end of the strike that means that we're going to get better quality because people are working on it are going to be like oh i'm getting paid what i'm worth let me put effort into this instead of let me try and get this done so i can pick up three more projects and try and pay rent start doing like crap movies and yeah sharknado 17 uh also dare 
<laughs> also, uh, we saw that uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger is being eyed to be playing Hal Jordan in The Lanterns um, from James Gunn's DC. EU, DCU, DC, Hullabaloo, what, I don't know what they're calling it anymore. Um, which I was a little confused on because I thought that they wanted to have like an older Hal Jordan to train in like John Stewart, but this dude's like 20. But the original, the original plan was to have an older Hal Jordan training in John Stewart. That was before. Before James Gunn took over, but now he's got uh, Nathan Fillion playing um, the older version of Green Lantern training in Hal Jordan, uh, and this would be Hal Jordan's character. Um, and if you don't know who, uh, well, obviously you know by the last name Schwarzenegger, but this is the guy who plays um, Golden Boy, right, in Gen V. Yeah. He looks the part. I don't know enough about him uh, cinematically to Have... say whether I can sink or sail him as he looks it. He was in like an episode of Gen V, so I don't know if maybe he's a good actor. I don't know. Um, but sure. Let's go. Yeah. Now that I know... I. You're the one that told me that they're like, well, they're changing it, so. Yeah. They're, James Gunn's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. So if you're a fan, you either ex- accept it or you don't. And I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I'm I'm not super excited about, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, about the changes that they've made. Um, the biggest one, obviously, being Henry Cavill. Um but, I mean, I've seen pictures of what's corn sweat or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. He looks, he does look like Superman. Like, I'll get, he looks like him. That's the thing. He just looks like a, like a maybe five to seven year difference in age from Henry Cavill. Yeah. Like, he's getting, there's like a picture of him, like, getting like, like, you know, like swole for the role. And he's got a hat on, and he's got his, like, brown curly hair sticking out the back. And it's like, you look like Henry Cavill. Yeah. He looks like Man of Good. Steel yeah. Henry Cavill, you know, Good job. 10 Good years job, ago. Good job, James Gunn. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to keep a... I'm annoyed by it, but I'm going to keep a positive attitude about it because, you know, I love, I love all this shit. Yeah. And... As much as we're bitching, what James Gunn puts out, I I tend to enjoy. Mostly. uh, Speaking of James Gunn's Superman, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. That's okay. Um, Skylar Gisando, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, You would recognize this young dude from the latest, like, vacation film with Ed Helms. Yeah. Santa Clarita Diet with Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore. That's on Netflix. And then also, if you liked the TV show Psych, he played young Sean Spencer um, in some of the later seasons. 
Um, but he has been cast as Jimmy Olsen uh, for Superman Legacy, which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And also, it's not 100% confirmed, but it's kind of like the top-running choice right now uh, for Lex Luthor is Nicholas Holt. No, it's confirmed. Oh, it is confirmed. Yeah. What's oh. his uh what's his name? Um, 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 um John Cryer, who played Lex Luthor in the like Arrowverse for the CW. Okay. He he, he even tweeted out to uh Nicholas Holt and gave him like a nod of approval like kill it, you're going to kill it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that's confirmed. He's definitely Lex Luthor. And it it blows my mind the number of people that are just like mad about this. Yeah, he looks. I think. Well, here's the here's what I think. Uh, the here, let me fix my microphone. Uh, so here's what I think. I'm gonna. You know, I fucking love Superman. So like, yeah. I'm gonna bit. I'm, I'm gonna set it straight a little bit. I think the what happened is is that, or what got lost in translation between the comic books and the original movies, the '70s movies with Christopher Reeve, is there's this huge age gap. In so in the comics, Clark and Lex are only a couple years apart. They grew up together. They're friends. Um, mm-hmm. And then they put out the 1970s movies with Christopher Reeve, who was very young. And then Lex Luthor in those movies was Gene Hackman, who was significantly older than yeah. Christopher Reeve. So then that was where everybody like because those movies were very popular back then. And so everybody like set this tone for what Lex Luthor was supposed to be. And I think, and I know I talk about it all the time because it's one of my favorite shows, but they didn't get it right until Smallville. Yeah. Smallville definitely nailed that. We're only a couple years apart. We grew up very close to each other and they were best friends growing up, Lex and Clark. That's how it was in the comics. That's how it should have been. And in those movies, they didn't do that. So... Circling back here, uh, Corn Sweat and Nicholas Holt are very close in age. They're very, they're both very young, um, and I think that's what they're aiming for is to get that accurate. And we know that that's what James Gunn does. He like yeah. takes references from the comics and like makes it pretty freaking spot on. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said free. I have a kid now, so like maybe I'm watching my mouth a little better. But he gets it pretty <laughs> fucking spot on. So um, I think this is a really good casting. I love Nicholas Holt. We've seen him bald in, um, uh, what was it, the fucking Doomsday or whatever. The goddamn Mad Max, Fury Road. We've seen him oh, bald. Oh, yeah. He can rock a bald head pretty good. Put a suit on that guy. He's. I think this is really, really good casting. I and if you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. One of the things looks... that I found super hilarious is that everyone's like, he's not a lead actor. He's always good. He's only good as like a supporting role. And they yeah. point out like the people online are pointing out like things where he fucking kills it as like a supporting actor. And they're like, I can't believe that they would cast him to be a supporting actor in a superman movie and i was like what like it's not a like it's not called lex luther it's called superman (laughs) which means that he might be the antagonist lead 
one of the antagonists. The rumor is is that Brainiac. Um, oh God! Oh, I should have looked this up. I'm sorry. Uh, but, Brainiac is the main. But along those lines, I mean, one, it's a great way to introduce him. Yeah. Where he's not like the number one baddie. Oh, he a baddie though. <laughs> but like he's he's not the 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 solo lead. Like he still is considered like a lead actor, but he's in a supporting role. So all the people that are like, oh, he's just not like lead material. I was like, yeah, he's not Superman. <laughs> they're they're and like he's a great actor. Three different, they're like three different villains in this movie, including uh, Nicholas Holt, which is fucking dope. Yeah, because. whatever i don't know i'm excited i like this casting i think even when he was being rumored as being looked at for superman you and i both said maybe lex luther yeah and i'm stoked on it i like this idea Um, i i i think we were just both so butthurt about henry cavill not being super superman anymore that like I just didn't want to let myself believe that somebody else could play Superman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and I still kind of feel that way, but I don't. This kid looks. I mean, he just looks like a younger Henry Cavill. So I mean, yeah. sure, as long as you can act, like let's go. I haven't seen much with this dude. I think he. We've talked about it before. He's in some TV drama bullshit, but I don't know. Um, okay, so we skipped a little bit. Uh, give us the pirates thing. Uh, yeah, Johnny. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Scream first. Okay, I just don't want to spend a lot of time on this, because I feel like we spent a lot of time on the Silver Surfer thing, so the next couple bits I think we should try and go over quickly. Um, but Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera both are out, um of scream seven most notably different reasons i did the i said different reasons yeah melissa barrera was uh dropped from scream seven because of her very public support of palestine uh during this new awakened conflict new Mm. publicized conflict uh that's been going on for hundreds of years but now there's much more public war crimes being committed Mm -hmm. um and it's not even palestine um it's hamas so that's fucked um but she was asked to step down uh and then she doubled down on her support and we salute you melissa barrera Yeah. yeah incredible Mm-hmm. Um, and then jo- Jenna Ortega, just a couple days later, uh, also stepped down because of scheduling conflicts. And I think... But Jenna Ortega has been very um, audible about supporting Melissa. So yeah. I, I assume it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Either she stepped away from the role because she was like, oh, you fired her? 
bet. I'm done. Yeah. Or um, they asked her to leave too. I don't know. But I know that the production company was like, oh, we we fucked up. And so they replaced the two of them with Palestinian Palestinian actresses, uh, which is like, but you fired the first act, Melissa, for supporting Palestine. Yeah, so it's now it like an looks, overcorrection. You just look; it just makes you look worse. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Oh. We could talk about it a lot. Oh, but like you said, we got you and I have talked about this in great lengths. Uh, I have caused rifts in friendships and family about this <laughs> conversation but that's not what this podcast is um so we need to move on creed. yeah creed 4 is in the works uh which is pretty awesome uh, it's being directed and produced by michael b jordan um and because he is the one producing it sly said that he might come back as long as some of the creative minds from creed 3 don't yeah, if you've seen Creed 3, you know that uh, Sylvester Stallone was not in it. And that was because there were certain people that were attached to the project that had creative differences with Sly, which is really annoying because Sly built that franchise like from yeah. the ground up. Uh, how he did it, we won't talk about. Uh, <laughs> the Italian just, Stallion. <laughs> it's like, look up Italian Stallion. Uh <laughs> brown chicken brown cow (laughs) um and now there's been uh rumors that he has said well not rumors he has said himself that if the people that were attached to the third movie are not still attached he will come back so hopefully we'll get a uh creed and rocky reunion in the fourth movie that would be dope i would love that i would everybody would love that because there's a (laughs) fucking branch off of the rocky movies i grew up on the raunchy raunchy movies oh so you grew up on the italian stallion what's up (laughs) i don't even want to say the other part now yeah i used to watch the rocky movie rocky movies not the raunchy movies i used to watch the rocky movies with my dad when i was a little kid um but yeah i grew up on those movies so i hope they figure that shit out yeah and then, uh, I mean, we're still skipping w- one thing, but kind of press for time. But beyond the Spider-Verse, uh, the storyboarding and some base animations complete. What do we skip? Uh, pirates. Um, uh, well, Johnny Depp is reportedly back. There we go. Cool. We didn't skip it. Um, but beyond the Spider-Verse is basically just waiting for the voice actors to come in to do that so they can finalize the animation um obviously the writer strike the actor strike um delayed everything because we were supposed to get that late next year yeah but it got a probably got a little it got a little spicy out there and uh speaking of what else is spicy (laughs) speaking of spicy uh our sponsor number two spot is crybaby craig's hot sauce it's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes on practically anything. Listen up, we'll tell you more about it. Hey you nerds, do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those, 
our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, friends, we are going to talk about episode four of season two of Invincible. Uh, this is the mid-season finale, and there is a spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, get the fuck out of here. Come back later. Um, that's enough time. Holy fucking shit. We yeah. know at the end of episode three, Mark is reunited with his dad, Omni-Man. Um, and <laughs> in this episode, <laughs> holy balls. The show, like, never disappoints. It doesn't. And, like, Mark is pissed, rightfully so. You know, he's, like, constantly tells his dad, you know, like, fuck you, fuck off. Yeah. Fucking die. Like, but you know what was cool about it? Or, like, so we both you and I have said that we don't want, we'll get into it in a, in a sec here. We don't want Omni Man to be a redeemable character, right? Right. Um, but there's like a subtle thing that I noticed. Uh, and maybe it's not so subtle. I just think it's subtle. But when they, it's literally like the opening scene of this episode. Mark is like standing there and he sees his dad and he's pissed. Mark is pissed. And he like clenches his fists. And when he clenches his fists, his Omni dad clenches, clenches his, his fists. fists too. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So he's not, I don't think he is necessarily redeemable or going to be redeemed because he's still a piece of shit. Like he wasn't at any point. He wasn't going to be like, I deserve it. If he punches me. Like, he was like, no, I'm going to fucking fuck this dude up if he does a swing at me. You want to fuck like, around and find out, Mark? <laughs> yeah. Again? <laughs> so, he, it definitely was. It's a very short scene, but if you notice, it's very, like, Arthur. <laughs> For you. some reason, I... It took you a sec, the, but... Yeah, because yeah. I immediately was thinking, like, pulling the sword from the stone, like, <laughs> King Arthur. And I was like, what? And I was like... <laughs> Oh, the aardvark. <laughs> yeah. That wears his headphones on the side of his face, even though his ears are up here. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but yeah, so it, right away, they're, they kind of show you that he's not totally remorseful for what he did. Because he was about ready to beat his son's ass again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and what's super fucked is it's the only reason that he calls mark there to help him is because he has a new family like hey you need a help yeah. because this is my wife oh it's so awkward yeah because they're and like this is bug your little people. brother yeah which confirms the uh talk we had last week about other viltramites being born like half breeds yeah being born in other on other planets that could help fight the viltramites yeah which is what alan the alien was saying 
He's like, Mark's not like that. And if there's other half-breeds out there that are like Mark, like, we could fight the Viltrumites. And now we know that there that that's are one, others. That 100% what's happening. So, yeah. Um, that Whether really that's cool. going to be a successful plot point and option is yet to be seen. Because yeah. Viltrumites do show up. And we'll... I guess we'll get to that in a second. Um, but, like, the entire time, you know, like, Mark meets, I guess, his stepmom. You know, they... Weird. Because um, he even, like, <laughs> calls out his dad. He's like, that kid is older than six months old. Like, the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And it's like, well, because these species age much much faster that's why still weird man like omni-man just like boned down yeah but he did it with a subspecies which is not something that viltrumites do they are only supposed to breed with like genetic species yeah uh, so that's like a big part when the other viltrumites come because <laughs> yeah because they're one they're not supposed to they're really not even supposed to like crossbreed but if they do it's supposed to be with other like 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 you were saying like yeah. more genetically similar species um and is it three or it's three viltrumites that show up it's the same three that attacked alan yeah it is three yeah you're right yeah because uh they fight the one and they fight the one guy and he's like there's two more yeah so it's three yeah. yeah but mark being the the hero that he is is you know recognizes that it's not I guess his stepmom's fault or the baby's fault. That was a cool part because he's like his dad basically asks him for help and he's like fuck you. Like I'm not helping you. Like go fuck yourself. And he like goes to like take off and his dad's like you don't even know the way home. Like yeah. like just stop and let me talk to you. And he finally goes uh uh, why should I care about these people? And his dad's like, I know you do. And he goes, fine, I'll help them, but I'm doing it for them, not for you. And yeah. yeah. And then where you were going with that. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a few, three Viltrumites show up. Uh, so Mark takes his stepmom and half brother and mm-hmm. flies them off to like a, a refuge cave. Basically, and does everything that he can to try and protect them. <laughs> he gets slapped oh. silly, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The guy who uses one finger and is just shoving Mark's head through the fucking ground of the oh cave. It was like, holy shit, dude. The Viltrumites are much, much stronger. than Mark's half... Uh, but I wonder, I don't know, because I haven't read the comic. We talked about this, too. 
We haven't read the comics because I don't want to ruin anything now that I've watched the show without reading the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if Mark's going to get stronger as he's like getting older because his powers didn't develop until, until he was like later. 18. So yeah. like they may still be developing. So like maybe he will get stronger. But I'm phrasing everything like a question because it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they very so well might. Yeah. Um, and we also know and learned in this episode that kind of like Spider-Man, he pulls his punches. Mm-hmm. You know, he like holds himself back because he doesn't want to kill. Yeah. He doesn't want to, especially, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with what happened at the end of season one when he fights his dad. He's like, yeah. I don't want to be that ruthless. So he's yeah. very reserved. But then there is a cool moment with him and Omni-Man and his dad where Omni-Man's like, they're not going to hold back. You can't hold back. If you hold back, we all die. Mm-hmm. He's like, so either fight to survive or we're all dead. Your choice. Which also kind of leads into the Omni-Man hasn't been reformed i don't think he's been redeemed because he's like you still got a fucking fight to kill but when mark starts opening up holy fucking shit yeah he puts the smackdown on that chick for a while and then he kind of lets his guard down and not good Yeah, because he, like, loses focus. He, like, sees that his dad's getting hit hard. He starts seeing the the dead bodies of all these. I think they're they're called, like, Thraxans. Thraxan, yeah. Um, Just a moment on that. That's kind of lazy writing to write an entire species called Thraxans, where they're bug people, where their core is called a thorax. But, whatever made sense that's all i want to say about it uh but he sees all the the dead thrax and and stuff like that so i think he it wasn't that he lets up it's just that he gets like distracted by yeah. seeing how fucking terrible the viltrumites are like he thought his dad was awful and then he saw how quickly three viltrumites just like decimated a planet yeah yeah, it was rough. Uh, Mark ends up getting stabbed. Um, he's fucked up. Right in the back. Om- Omni-Man gets fucking Bruce Lee right in the back. Um, what? What? <laughs> Just... What? Oh, the insensitivity level there, bud. I don't know what you mean. Oh, fuck, bud. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so, is it, I mean, the the episode kind of ends with the Viltrumites telling Mark, like, hey, you're, now that you're, we're going to kill your dad, that's inevitable, and then we're going to come to Earth, and we're going to kill everybody there, you're basically going to take your dad's place on Earth, if you don't do that, we'll kill you too and well they even said like 
hey, you can kill a handful of people to get people to submit yeah. to us taking over. Or we'll kill or millions. Or we'll kill millions. Which is, which is kind of dope because that's literally what um, Feora says to uh, Clark, Superman, in Man of Steel. She goes, for every human you save, we will kill a million. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. It was dope. Oh, it's so good. God damn it, this show is so fucking good. Anyways, um, that's kind of where we leave us. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, during this, we do... I don't want to get into details of it, but there's... We do see more of Debbie, his mom trying to put her life back together. We also see Donald now questioning everything oh, because he's right, like yeah. a, he's not even a clone, he's a a robot. Yeah. Like he takes out a pocket knife, stabs himself in the wrist to like make himself bleed, and sees blood and goes, "Oh, thank God." And then looks at the knife and it's like crumpled at the tip. He he's definitely uh Agent Coulson in <laughs> Fucking, uh... The later seasons of Shield, Agents yeah. of Shield, yeah. Uh, he's a life model decoy, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, and then we get yeah. a little bit more of uh, Adam Eve, like really questioning where she belongs. Yeah. Um, but fuck, dude, this show is so good. I do. There was one thing at the end of it, because uh, Debbie, based, Mark's mom, uh, puts all of uh, Omni Man's books in the yeah. boxes and puts them out at the curb. And as Omni Man's getting like taken away to the Viltrumites to get executed, he tells Mark, "Read my books. Read the books. Like it's important. You got to read the books." Yeah, and but so there's something books, there. His books are like science fiction. Yeah, you know because he didn't want everyone to know that Nolan Grayson was exactly. Omni-Man. So I'm like science fiction. Yeah, they're probably like real. It's, yeah, or my guess is that it's like how to destroy the Viltrumites. Maybe, like we'll see. Plot points and stuff like that to help mark overcome this Mm -hmm. we'll see we will see there the plan is to not make us wait as long as they did uh we'll get a a season a year well season Um, three other than uh like mouth animation it's done yeah right like they they've already finished the the voiceover work and the the baseline Mm -hmm. animation so yeah, that's oh, this show is so fucking good, man. They just I I realized how long it had been since first season to this season because Nicole watched the first season while we were in New York. That was like two years ago, and we had already f- finished talking yeah. about season one before yeah. we went to New York. So they in took forever to put out season two. So, uh, but. They like I said, they said that they are. The plan is to put out one season per year. They're gonna just start pumping yeah. them out. And it's Robert Kirkman, 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he he said that. Um, I saw a, a clip where, like you said, the the goal is like one a year. He's like, can we keep that? I don't know, but it's going to be close, you know. So, mm-hmm. it might be like spring one year, fall the next year, you know. Yeah. But like within like a year, a year and a half, in a year. instead of two and a half years. Ah, <laughs> do you have any? final things you want to say about this episode or just the show in general no no i want people to watch it for themselves and yeah we're good fantastic yeah the show's bloody it's great i love it go watch those are my final words dope okay let's close out this episode However, before we close out this episode, we do have some honorable mentions. I know I did that because I didn't want to take away your but before we do. Uh, do you want me to to take it from no. the top? Roll, no, roll with that. Because if you said yes, I wasn't going to cut any of that beforehand <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you have, Jake, for uh, some honorable mentions this past week? What have you been this watching? W- this week, uh, Nicole and I have been watching the Planet of the Apes movies uh, in anticipation for the new one coming out. Um, I forgot how much I really enjoyed those movies. They're I love re- those They're films. actually really, really good. The first one's a little slow, so if you haven't seen them, uh, don't judge the other two movies based on the first movie. The first movie is kind of like a build-up to um, Caesar taking his place as the leader of the apes. But the next two movies are pretty fucking wild, actually. (laughs) So sit through the first one. It's still very enjoyable, but the next two are pretty action-packed. Yeah, that's all I got. That's what we watched this week. Well, what about the Disney Pixar film about emotions? Oh God, damn. <laughs> I ba- I mean, I put it on for my kid. I was kind of halfway paying attention to you it. Told me uh, how much you in- cried. I didn't cry. <laughs> it's just super sad. It we is watched, very sad. I put on Inside Out, and uh, <laughs> it's a very sad movie. And it's like I don't want to. I won't. I'm not going to go into it. If you know, you know. If you don't, watch it and you'll know. (laughs) How about you? (laughs) You dick. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) Because we talked about the the new anime series for Scott Pilgrim takes off, um, I went back and rewatched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the live-action film, um, which is... I mean, it's super enjoyable, but after, like, re-watching this movie, after watching the anime, you enjoy it a little bit more, I think, because they reference the movie a lot during the show, mm-hmm. which is pretty great. Um, and then, I mean, I watched The Two Towers, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah, you, start, you started that whole trilogy over, didn't you? Yeah, it's it's yeah. that time of year. I guess of the versions that I have that I own, um, the Two Towers is the only one that I have the director's cut on. So like, I watched the Fellowship, and I was like, ah, just as I remembered. And then I pressed play on the Two Towers, and I was like, this one says it's four hours long. I was like, 
This one's different. <laughs> this is not what I'm in the mood for. So it took me a couple of days to get through it. Um, and then I continued watching Silo. I started watching it when it first came out on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, and then after a couple episodes, I was like, meh. And I was like, well, I'll continue. Nicole finished it. She liked it. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's not where I thought it was going, at least not at the pace I thought it would get to where I thought it was going to go. Um, but it's good. Yeah. Um, so that's what I have. Well, for our listeners, if you stuck around this long, I mean, congratulations. Thank you. Um, if you would like to support the show, what the, what should they do, Jake? Uh, th- there's like a thing on here where you can like just give us your money. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's through buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. Um, it's a monthly subscription, uh, so you give us your money monthly it's pretty great uh but in all seriousness you get a lot of like behind the scenes um bonus content member exclusive merch and more depending on the level that you you give at that's a great way to support the show we don't pocket anything everything goes back into the podcast which is pretty awesome if you don't want to give on a monthly basis we totally get it but lame um you can always go to allthingsnerdpodcast.com and pick something up from our merch store. So it's like a one-time payment, but you still get something out of it. So like, yay, you get something. Um, and if you don't want to do that, still lame, but we get it. Um, like, share, and subscribe the show wherever you watch or listen. It's That honestly does the most, but we still would like your money. Um, in a non-greedy way because we have other people working on this project that we want to pay but yeah all that being said didn't quite say the right thing Um, we love you and this has been the All Things Nerd Podcast